September and April, you know what I'm saying? Today is April 6th, episode 39 of the K-Podcast, you know what I mean? Just had the legendary throwback versus Earth, Wind, and Fire versus the Isley Brothers, so I figured I had to start off with a little vibe. Uh, That was on Sunday night, I believe. I only caught a little bit of it. They got the new format with Triller and everything. But I checked it out for a little bit. It was definitely dope. I didn't check out the whole verses like I did with some of the others. But, you know, you got to pay homage to the OGs, man. But, yeah, welcome back. Episode 39 of the K motherfucking podcast. How you doing? Como estas? Eh? Yeah, man. Damn, I didn't even 
let me pull up these emails. I bet you $100 there's nothing new in this email. Let me see. If so, you owe me 100 bucks. Yeah, you. Yep, sorry. 100 bucks. Slide it on over. No, yeah. <laughs> to reiterate, uh, you can hit the email, therealkpodcast at gmail.com with any questions, comments, concerns. Maybe you're worried about me, man. I don't know. You think I'm fucking psycho on here. I'm liable to fucking go nuts any day now, right? That reef of madness is still, you know what I mean? It's lurking back there. <laughs> nah, man, but I appreciate you guys being here. Any contributions you want to add are always appreciated. And as always, like and subscribe and giving me the five stars on the podcast app. All that shit goes a long way, you know what I mean? So help your brother out. But all right. Episode 39, like I said, today is April 6th, you know what I'm saying, we got quite a bit of stuff to do today, I realized lately that we've been kind of just starting with music, and then ending with the the more sad shit, so I guess we're just going to keep that format from now on, just because, I don't know, starting off on the sad foot kind of sucks, you know what I mean, just sets the tone negatively, you know what I mean, we don't want to do that. Want you smiling out here, laughing and shit. Obviously, shit gets real, but you know, we'll get there when we get there. So first things first, man. I know I warned you about what up. I know I played it on here, your boy featuring P Butter, but the official what up music movie is now available on YouTube. Go peep that shit. I know you heard the record already because you're a loyal fan, right? And as soon as I put it on the other episode, you went immediately and downloaded that shit. That's why I fucks with you. But go check out the official music movie for What Up. We definitely had a lot of fun doing this shit. I don't know if I exposed too much when I was initially introducing it. We tried to go a different route, so I don't know if you guys know... Uh, some of the bands I grew up listening to, like Blink-182 and Foo Fighters and shit like that, they would do comical videos. Like, even if the song was not necessarily, like, a serious song, but it wasn't a funny song. It's just a regular song about life or whatever the case is. But the music video would be hilarious. And I remember that just striking me as a kid. You know, I love comedy and I love music. So I just loved how they would always intertwine the two of those things to create a new piece of art. Because the music, the song and the music itself is one thing. That's, you know, one form of the art. But when you add a visual aspect, especially when you take take an angle that maybe people weren't expecting, I think it kind of just, it brings new life to the art. So I don't know, man, like... I hope you guys like it. <laughs> we had a lot of fun doing this. Shout out to everybody that was involved. Shout out to Butta, Gene, Up Films, Artie, who produced the track. Uh, everybody who helped us shooting it. The boy Quizzy. You know what I mean? Cooley, Christina, Pinky, Stu, Captain Diggs, fucking Elena, everybody, man. Big Al. Uh, we, you know, everyone chipped in, man. I appreciate everyone who helped out. You know what I'm saying? It takes what, well, you know what they say, man, teamwork make the dream work, you understand? <laughs> it's one of those cheesy sayings that has kind of stuck around, but I do like what it stands for, you know what I mean? Teamwork makes a dream work, man. 
You need a good, solid crew around you. You know what I mean? Similar motive, similar vision, similar drive. You know what I mean? So yeah, once again, what up on all streaming platforms, also now on YouTube, the official music movie, K-pop featuring P. Butter, produced by Artie, alright, Orlando Bread, you understand, video by Up Films, everything Orlando, bitch, <laughs> but speaking of new music, um, and given that we're talking about the bros, just it doesn't stop, man. You know what I'm saying? P Butter does the feature with your boy, and then say, you know what? Three days later, P Butter and Matane Deja Vu hit the fucking streets. All right, and give you a little taste. Deja vu. Gotta feel like I've been before. Yeah, yeah. You telling me you miss me, miss me. Well, can you tell me why I met you before? I spent my days of just running together. I eyes, low moves, high eyes, low moves, high eyes, low moves, high eyes. Get, 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 get high, just the balance of the lows, yeah Sipping sodas, drinkers, got me moving kinda slow, yeah Demons in disguises, got me plotting on my foes, yeah Deja vu, de- deja vu, you know just how it goes Oh shit, yeah Let me tell you the clothes, the niggas too young I do what I want when I get the dog But don't get me wrong, that don't mean I don't clock in yeah. I put in that work with no sense of stopping You get my word, unless the Lord make me quit just a few short lists of the motivations, just that big dream, just to lead to that green thing. Don't forget when my heart came. Midwest red nigga all day. You get down with it, make some rounds with me. Cause I fuck on my time in the long way. If you frown, then don't come around. Cause every round that you make is the wrong way. And my bro said that it's hella lit. I told him I'm there like four minutes. I already got the cold lick. I'm bringing some smoke, some most switch, phone blowing up. I ignore the car, cause I'm pulling up. Let it zone with it. She's saying she love me and ready to settle. Well, baby girl, you got the wrong nigga like. I'm trying to be focused With you I can't focus Just give me my potion Let me be cause I'm not trying to blow this Like out of proportion Cause I just wanna blow me a potion Another day is another lesson Like I'm frozen a moment Deja vu Gotta feel like I've been before Yeah yeah You telling me you miss me Miss me but Can you tell me why I met you before I spent my days of just running together. High highs, low lows. High highs, low lows. High highs, low lows. High highs. Just look at my eyes. They low low. Bitch, don't kill my vibe. Please don't kill my shit. We don't play that shit on my side. That's a no-no, plus I'm smoking ice, I keep that on the low-low, let's get it, fake shit is just see-through, we out of touch but I reach you, come fly with the eagles, with a bird's eye view I peeped you, her skin tone look dropping, her hips are hypnotic, don't tell me you love me, that love shit is toxic, getting to the one, two, threes, for a nigga knew it's ABCs, heard him saying what you know about that, tell them niggas what you know about me, see the money got an ETA, gotta get an A. 
S-A-P Plus a brother got a P-Y-T That's tryna be B-A-E You see the old way wasn't working So it's time just for this shit to change up Ain't got time but if it's worth it Then I'll make a Many people that I know Starting to look like strangers Where I've been in here before Feels like this shit was Deja vu Deja vu Matain and P Butter Yeah man Another hit And I know they got a video for that one I'm not gonna spoil it Cause you know It's not my business to do so But I know that shit's crazy So keep your eyes out for that You know what I mean Um I also saw real quick for music That um The OG Gwen Stefani Is about to put out a record with Sweetie I thought that was pretty cool I feel like Gwen Stefani's uh, overlooked a lot from one of the the women pioneers of today's sound. You know what I'm saying? She's been fucking rocking with no doubt since like the 90s, I want to say. And then she kind of got into her pop bag with like the bananas and all that shit. But she fucking... Yeah, bro, they've been rocking since the early 90s. I'm going to play their top song, No Doubt's top song on Apple Music. Yeah, man. Shouts to Gwen Stefani. Shouts to No Doubt. You know what I mean? I just thought that was kind of cool. Two different genres and two different eras coming together. You know what I mean? I think that song doesn't come out till next week. The one with Sweetie. So I'll probably play that next episode. But yeah, man, I forgot how popular No Doubt was back in the day when I was growing up. Kind of has that Joan Jett vibes. But um, what else we got for music over here? Fucking Killer Cam was on Drink Champs. It's not quite music, more podcast shit, but <laughs> um, Killer Cam was on there. Who, if you know, Cam is just a fucking character. He wasn't really drinking or smoking, so he probably wasn't as wild as some people might have expected him to be. 
you know, he's a little older now, um, older statesman, you know what I'm saying? But it was still a good episode, informative about a lot of his story and his upbringing and stuff like that. I mean, I, I personally didn't really know much about, you know, his personal life. I just knew his music, uh, his appearances in movies, paid in full, his fucking killer season movie. <laughs> His Killer Season movie is fucking hilarious. It's one of the dumbest movies you ever see, but it's on YouTube. It's free. It's just a low-budget little indie flick that they did. And that shit is fucking hilarious. Butter put me onto that shit. And then Paid in Full uh, is a classic movie as well. It's funny because one of the funniest scenes from Paid in Full is actually Nori talking about Cam's character. Let me pull this shit up real quick. Ten niggas jumped the nigga fans. Ten niggas pounded him out, stomped the shit out of this nigga, man. And and, and this other Panamanian type of dude, I don't even know. He had like ten razors in his ass, man. He takes it out of his ass. He give a nigga a buck fifty across his face, man. Blood everywhere, shit gushing. CO's not even coming, letting the whole shit go down, man. What's up with your peoples, man? Hey, but yo. Yeah. What was um? What was the Puerto Rican kid name? We go, Chico, some Miko, some shit. If you from the east side, man, you know me, Pop, even Willie's, man, selling coke, always fucking with the bitches, think he a pretty nigga. You know, you know that nigga, man. You know what I mean? Sell a lot of coke, man. Sell coke. Yo, when you get out, man. Shit, man, I ain't, I don't even know, man. We gonna keep that on the low, cause I ain't see you, you ain't see me. All right, Ace. All right, you, 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 you stay cool, like how you be cool. All right, all right, water. All right. All right, water. But yeah. Uh, shouts to Cam, shouts to Nori, you know what I'm saying? New York. So if you're a Killer Cam fan, definitely check that out. Cameron from Dipset. I know I've talked about Drink Champs on here before, so if you haven't already checked that out, go peep the new episode, you know what I mean? Um, another thing I saw music-wise was... I know I talked about Tierra Whack on here before, and I just saw... That she partnered with, I think it was Lego. Like the kids' toy Lego. <laughs> Hang on one second. Let me pull this video up on her Instagram. You should come and build with me. So she created, you know, uh, more or less a children's song and partnered with Lego. And I think they're doing like a competition for kids to create their own music videos. But I just thought that was dope, man. Like she's appealing to the kids, to the youth, to the younger crowd that not a lot of people do. At least not genuinely, I feel like. Some people might make a, a quote-unquote PG song that's not parental advisory and be like, oh, you know, I'm kid-friendly or whatever. But uh, if you see the video and you've seen her other videos and just her personality, she seems like, you know, she's very kid-friendly, just down to, you know what I'm saying? Just fucking play with some Legos with some kids, man. So I thought that was dope. Shouts out to Tierra Whack and shouts out to Lego. Fucking hip-hop is everywhere, man. You know what I'm saying? 
Last but not least for music, uh, I saved the saddest for last. I'm sure you guys have heard by now, DMX is currently in the hospital after suffering an overdose. I wasn't able to find any any real live updates. A lot of this stuff was from a couple days ago. Um, but he's been in the hospital for a couple days. He's, he suffered from an overdose and then a heart attack, I guess. And he was in a vegetative state and may still be in that state. But yeah, so much love to to DMX man. I know he, you know, he's had drug problems in the past, which obviously, you know, a lot of folks will relapse. And he was looking good for a while. He was on like a positive path, you know what I mean? He's always been like a a man of the Lord, at least after being locked up. But yeah, shouts to X man. That shit's rough. He's such a staple in in hip hop in general, especially from when I was born till now, you know what I'm saying? The 90s, 2000 era. Got into the movies. Uh, he was on all those movies with like Jet Li and shit that I was a big fan of um, when I was younger. You know what I'm saying? Belly, one of the best movies. Not one of the best movies, but one of my favorite movies. And then his music is just everywhere. You Even if you don't know DMX, you've heard his shit in some sort of action movie or like a sports film or something like that. I also saw that the Rough Riders motorcycle crew all pulled up to the hospital he was at in White Plains, New York, just to show love. So I thought that was pretty dope. And in honor of that, I think um, I'm going to go ahead and play Rough Riders Anthem, DMX. Much love to DMX. Hopefully he pulls through, man. I know a lot of people are pulling for him. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, just a staple in hip-hop. To lose DMX would be... Un- I, let's not even imagine that. He's going to pull through. Much love, prayers, and positivity to DMX. The whole Rough Riders camp. You know what I'm saying? The Locks, Swizz, everyone who came up with him. I know they're fucking brothers. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sure they're taking it hard. 
And I think I mentioned it before, the best verses, in my opinion, was probably DMX Snoop a couple months back. I think we talked about it on here. I'm not too sure. But if you haven't, go back and watch that one, man. That shit is legendary fucking. I'm about to, probably going to watch that shit tonight. But yeah, man, DMX. Prayers, man. Can't lose them, man. Oh, oh. That's my bark for DMX, man. If you know, you know. Fuck out of here. Alright, before we get to the real serious stuff, I want a round of applause for New York, the state of New York. Weed is now legal, recreational, straight up like Cali, done. Not this medical stuff, limited access, whatever. Straight up legal, the state of New York. Like I said, my brother just moved up to Brooklyn, so I'm about to be out here. <laughs> but yeah, big shout out to New York. I know New Jersey's close behind. I think they declared it first, but they're, it sounds like they're a little slower to roll things out. Hopefully Florida wises up, man, you know what I mean? Only, it's only a matter of time, I think, before it's everywhere, hopefully, but we'll see. We shall see. For now, April 2021, New York is on the board, so that's a W right there. Uh, I also forgot for music, um, I saw that Apple invested... 50 million dollars in united masters uh let me see apple invests 50 million dollars into music distributor united masters alongside a a16s and alphabet i've never heard of those two but we'll see what those are Independent music distribution platform and tool factory, United Masters has raised a $50 million Series B round led by Apple. A16s and Alphabet are participating again in this raise. United Masters is also entering a strategic partnership with Apple alongside this investment. If you're unfamiliar with United Masters, it's a distribution company launched in 2017 by Steve Stout, a former Interscope and Sony music executive. The focus of United Masters is to provide artists with a direct pipeline to data around the way that fans are interacting with their content and community, allowing them to connect more directly to offer tickets, merchandise, and other commercial efforts. United Masters also generally allows artists to retain control of their own masters. Neither of these conditions are at all typical in the music industry. In a typical artist deal, recording companies retain all audience and targeting data as well as masters. This limits an artist's ability to be agile, taking advantage of new technologies to foster a community. While Apple does invest in various companies, it typically does so out of its advanced manufacturing fund to promote U.S. manufacturing or strategically in partners that make critical components of its hardware, like silicon foundries or glass manufacturing. Apple does a lot more purchasing than investing, typically buying a company every few weeks or so to supplement one product effort or another. United Masters, then, would be a relatively unique partnership, especially in the music space. I spoke to United Masters CEO Steve Stout, about the deal and what it means for the business's 1 million current artists and new ones. Stout credits Apple executive Eddie Q having a philosophy aligned with United Masters' vision with getting this deal done. We want all artists to have the same opportunity, says Stout. 
Currently, independent artists have less opportunity for success, and we're trying to remove that stigma. This infusion, Stout says, will be used to hire talent that are mission-oriented to take United Masters global. They're seeking local technical talent and artist talent to build out the platform worldwide. Every artist needs access to a CTO, Stout says. Some of the value of what a manager is today for an artist needs to be transferred to that role. United Masters wants to provide that technical edge at scale, allowing artists to build out their fan base at a community level. Currently, United Masters has deals with the NBA, ESPN, TikTok, Twitch, and others that allow artists to tap big brand deals that would normally be brokered by a label and manager. It also has a direct distribution app that allows publishing to all of the major streaming services. Most importantly, they can check stream, fan, and earnings data at a glance. Steve Stout and United Masters provide creators with more opportunities to advance their careers and bring their music to the world, said Apple's Eddie Q in a release statement. The contributions of independent artists play a significant role in driving the continued growth and success of the music industry, and United Masters, like Apple, is committed to empowering creators. United Masters has completely transformed the way artists create, retain ownership in their work, and connect with their fans, said Ben Horowitz, co-founder and general partner of Adreesen Horowitz in a release. We are excited to work with Steve and team to build a better, bigger, and far more profitable world for musical artists. We are currently at an inflection point in the way that artists and fans connect with one another. Though there have been seemingly endless ways for artists to get their messages out or speak to fans using social media and other platforms, the actual business of distributing music to a community and making money from that work has been out of their hands completely since the beginning of the recording industry. I'm going to repeat that sentence because that's very important. Though there have been seemingly endless ways for artists to get their messages out or speak to fans using social media and other platforms, the actual business of distributing music to a community and making money from that work has been out of their hands completely since the beginning of the recording industry. Yeah, let that sink in a little bit. It goes on to say, recent developments like NFTs, non-fungible tokens, like we talked about with ID, Recent developments like NFTs, DAOs, and social tokens, as well as an explosion of DTC frameworks, have begun to rewrite that deal. But the major players have yet to make the truly aggressive strides they need in order to embrace this quote-unquote artist-centric new world. So yeah, big shout to United Masters, Steve Stout. Shouts to Apple. 
You know what I mean? It looks like they're trying to push this stuff in the right direction as far as the artist perspective. You know what I mean? Like, what's the incentive to keep creating art if if you can't survive off it? You know what I mean? Not that money's everything. And if you're doing art just for monetary gains, then you're kind of already at a loss. But if you've dedicated your life to art, but you can't survive off of that, how can you be an artist? You know what I mean? And the fact that the music industry... Probably not just, I mean, movies. I'm sure every all these other entertainment industries are very similar. But uh, I know at least for music, you know, how can the artist just gets raped for so long and makes a fraction of a cent while the, the record labels make big bank. So it looks like they're finally flipping that script around, thank God. So once again, shouts to Steve Stout, shouts to United Masters. I've used them before only to release one song, I think back in 2019, and I've been meaning to look back into it. I've been doing a little bit more research about it since this deal happened, actually, so I'm hoping to get a little more in tune with what United Masters has going on, but shouts to them. Keep your eyes peeled for that new deal. Gotta take the power back, man. Not me. So the next thing I wanted to talk about before, you know, before the heavy, heavy stuff, I saw, I guess, one of the reservoirs in Florida was overflowing, or they were scared it was going to overflow. Let me read this article to you guys. And if you're not in Florida, feel free to fast forward through this shit, because you probably don't give a fuck, but... For people down here in Florida, yeah, me, some of this shit matters. <laughs> um, so the article says, Officials fear uncontrolled breach of Florida wastewater reservoir. Hundreds evacuated. The full breach of a Florida wastewater reservoir could unleash hundreds of millions of gallons of polluted industrial water in the near, into the nearby area, a threat that prompted officials to issue an evacuation order for residents near Tampa Bay and the governor to declare a state of emergency. Models show that a full breach of the walls at the damaged Piney Point Reservoir could cause as high as a 20-foot wall of water to surge into the surrounding area. Manatee County Acting Administrator Scott Hopes said at a Sunday press conference. So if you are in an evacuation area and you have not heeded that, you need to think twice and follow the orders, Hopes said. The Florida Department of Environmental Protection, FDEP, said a break was detected Friday in one of the walls of a 77-acre pond that has a depth of 25 feet and holds millions of gallons of water containing phosphorus and nitrogen from an old phosphate plant. After officials attempted to plug the hole using rocks and other materials, Engineers examined the Piney Point containment walls Saturday morning and determined there was imminent danger of collapse. Hope said Saturday that the damage to the retaining wall already constitutes a partial breach. So efforts were being aimed at stopping a full breach. 
we're talking about the potential of about 600 million gallons in a matter of seconds and minutes leaving that retention pool, Hope said. Two pipes were pumping thousands of gallons of water per minute from the site owned by HRK Holdings into Tampa Bay to help relieve pressure of the retaining walls. The pond contains a mix of processed wastewater from the former Piney Point fertilizer operation, seawater, dredging material, rainwater, and seepage water. Officials have said the wastewater is about as acidic as a cup of black coffee and contains high levels of nitrogen and phosphorus, which has caused concerns the dumping could feed red tide and cause other environmental impacts on Tampa Bay. The risk that we're dealing with right now is that uncontrolled release, Hope said. DeSantis expands state of emergency amid concerns of catastrophic flood situation. The flood threat prompted Governor Ron DeSantis to declare a state of emergency for Manatee County on Saturday. He explained the ordinance Sunday to include nearby Hillsborough and Pinellas counties. This will ensure that all state resources are available for response and recovery, DeSantis said Sunday. What we are looking at now is trying to prevent and respond to, if need be, a real catastrophic flood situation. Some of the more than 316 households affected by the mandatory evacuation order have been put in hotels by Manatee County and the Red Cross, according to DeSantis. He also reiterated a sentiment expressed Saturday by FDEP Secretary Noah Valenstein about holding the appropriate people or businesses accountable for the Piney Point breach. I also want to be clear that while foremost concern is ensuring the safety of the community, our administration is dedicated to full enforcement of any damages to our state's resources and holding company, HRK, accountable for this event. He dismissed concerns that many people have expressed on social media that the discharge water is radioactive. To be clear, the water discharged into Port Manatee is not radioactive, DeSantis said. Thank you, DeSantis, for clearing that up. DeSantis also said that the state has deployed pumps to assist in mitigating the stress on the damaged walls of the reservoir, significantly increasing the amount being discharged from the approximately 33 million gallons per day that have been pumped into Tampa Bay since Thursday. There are no public water sources in the area affected by Piney Point, and DeSantis said that any private wells could be tested and residents would be provided with bottled water. So yeah, like I said, if you don't live here in Florida, you may not really care about this stuff, but it is important, and I think... It's important to everybody because more than likely at some point or another in the future, this is going to happen to your local water supply. 
I'm sure you've heard from, you know, whether Nat Geo, Discovery, fucking just the news or whatever, but the fresh water supply for the entire globe is slowly dwindling away. You know, a vast majority of our water here on planet Earth is the salt water from the oceans. So the fact that this 30 million gallon wastewater retention pool could potentially breach and maybe spill into freshwater resources and things like that. Obviously, it's not shit like that isn't good for human life, for animal life, for the planet itself. Um, yeah, man. And it's fucked up because, you know, the quote unquote wastewater, we basically generate wastewater without mankind. How is there going to be wastewater? You know what I'm saying? There's just a natural water cycle. But we take that water, we shit in it, we fucking dump all these chemicals into it with fertilizer and insecticides and shit like that. Um, so this is just yet another man-made issue that we're now having to deal with, you know what I mean? I'm sure when they built this fucking wastewater retention pool 50 fucking years ago or whatever it was, they thought it was a great idea. Oh, let's just put all this bullshit water over here where it's not going to be an issue to anybody no one's got to worry about it it'll just stay safe over there little did we know come down the line you know what i'm saying erosion just natural mother nature tearing down shit as as goes with natural <laughs> as goes with life you know what i mean like but yeah this is a man-made problem so we got to figure out a solution for this shit if stuff like this breaches into the aquifers the underground freshwater resources, then we are really fucked. So let's hope that doesn't happen, man. What else do we got? Uh, you guys, I'm sure you guys know the Chauvin trial still going on. It's not looking good for old fucking Chauvin. Thank God. Um, the last clip that I saw was the police chief from Minnesota was actually up there testifying that Chauvin had basically um, violated their policy as far as restraining people that you're arresting. And the chokehold that he used was obviously way too fucking aggressive. So it's not looking good for Chauvin. Let's hope that he sees his time in prison. And by time, I mean a long, lengthy sentence. You know what I'm saying? Do the crime, got to do the time. You hear me? But also, just speaking of cops, I did see that some of the cops who were allegedly supporting Black Lives Matter and things like that back in the day, back in the day, last year essentially, when a lot of the protests were going on, I guess a lot of these cops have since been found out basically to be frauds. So a lot of those same cops who were out there supporting the Black Lives Matter movement last year, I guess, were also photographed during this Capitol incident back in January. So now a lot of them are being exposed online. And um, let me read this article. This was from a couple of days ago, I think last week, maybe even two weeks ago. And I have a couple updates since then, but this one gives a little bit of background. It says... This is from Rocky Mount, Virginia. A photograph of two local police officers popped up on Bridget Craighead's cell phone after a long day at her beauty shop. 
The two men peering out at her from the selfie image had befriended her while on duty at a Black Lives Matter protest she led months before. They stood beside her and held her homemade signs that read, Silence is violence and no justice, no peace. So that was months ago. Now, there they were, proudly posing inside the nation's capital during the January 6th insurrection. Amid a mob of people, many bearing symbols of white supremacy as they sought to overturn the presidential election to keep Donald Trump in power. What happened next is inflaming a culture war in this southwest Virginia town of 5,000 people, a microcosm of the schisms across America as explosive disagreements over the election. Race and the role of police are fracturing relationships between relatives, friends, and neighbors. People are quarreling over who was treated with kid gloves, Black Lives Matter protesters, or the largely white throng that stormed the U.S. Capitol. They are arguing over the fairness of the presidential election and whether the former president should still be in office. And there's a simmering standoff between activists such as Craighead, who see this as the movement to redress injustices, and those who believe that activists are fomenting racial tensions by pushing too hard and too fast. Some see no need for change, no problem to be solved. Minutes after receiving the photo of the officers in a private Facebook message three days after the riot, Craighead, who is black and a mother of a young son, made it public on her page. I can't believe someone I trusted was a part of that animalistic behavior at the Capitol, wrote Craighead, who is 30. Jeff Bailey, who is white and has an auto-detailing shop kitty corner from Craighead's beauty shop, reposted the photo the next day with his own message directed at the two officers. Glad to see someone with a backbone in our town of Rocky Mount. Keep standing up for yourselves and us, and we stand with and for you, said Bailey, who, like Craighead, was born and raised in Rocky Mount in the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains. People in the community jumped in, taking sides. Some said the officers betrayed their sworn oath and should be fired. Others said they understood why Thomas T.J. Robertson and Jacob Fracker were at the Capitol that day and wanted them to remain on the job. As the online fighting ensued, Craighead staged a protest with about a dozen people outside a town council meeting calling on its members to fire Robertson and Fracker. Her group was met with counter-protesters, several wearing sweatshirts and other gear with symbols of a far-right, anti-government, militia-style group called the Three Percenters. Bailey didn't attend, but he launched his own counter-protest. He lined a fence at his business, the one facing Craighead's beauty shop, with a row of flags, including a pro-police Blue Lives Matter flag and a Trump flag, which still flap in the breeze in Rocky Mount's historic downtown. They are ex-military, Bailey 47 said of the officers. They were taught to fight for their country against any enemy, foreign or domestic. The election was stolen. <laughs> 
They did what they were taught to do. Bridget shouldn't stick her nose in other people's business. These are family men. I love how Bridget shouldn't stick her nose in other people's business while I have my nose in other people's business. Get the fuck out of here. The town of Rocky Mount, which is the seat of Franklin County, placed Robertson and Fracker on paid leave a day after Craighead posted the photo, then fired them two weeks later. They are two of five sworn law enforcement officers charged by the U.S. Attorney's Office for breaching the Capitol and among 36 former and current service members who have been charged. Fracker was with the Marine Corps and served in Afghanistan. Robertson was with the Army and served in Iraq. Both declined to comment, citing their pending court case on federal charges, which include one count of knowingly entering or remaining in any restricted building or grounds without lawful authority, and one count each of violent entry and disorderly conduct on Capitol grounds. In Facebook posts, Robertson and Fracker said they did nothing wrong and did not engage in any acts of violence. Capitol Police officers invited them in, they said, and offered them water. They were part of something where people died, Craighead said in an interview. They were at our Black Lives Matter protest to make sure it was peaceful, but then they joined in something that was anything but peaceful. It felt like a slap in the face. She understands that her protests and social media posts have pushed to the surface racial and political tensions that have long gripped Rocky Mount, a three-hour drive from Richmond, the former capital of the Confederacy. They hate me for it, Craighead said. They think I'm stirring things up, that there weren't any issues until I brought them up. They are there. They don't want to see them. So yeah, shouts to Bridget Craighead for doing the right thing, you know what I'm saying? Shining a light on this fucking social injustice that's obviously been going on for a fucking long time, I would imagine, in Virginia, the Virginia area. So yeah, man, shouts to her. Stay safe up there, you know what I'm saying? I'm glad those cops got fired. Uh, It just shows, like, the pandering. Like, they're going to show up. You know, we saw plenty of it during all the protests. Cops will show up in their uniforms and they're posing, taking photos with everybody, acting like it's all good and they're all friendly, like, hey, I'm a good cop, we're all friends. And then sometimes, not even a couple weeks later, it'd be that very night, as soon as the sun goes down, now it's a completely different scenario, you know, that those same cops who were posing with you, taking selfies, throwing up peace signs and shit, are now shooting tear gas and fucking rubber bullets at you you know what I mean like we saw plenty of that shit so I'm not gonna say I was surprised but I'm glad she fucking stood her ground you know what I mean Uh, I'm sure it's very uncomfortable with that fucking prejudiced neighbor next door with the Trump flags and shit but it sounds like she's she got a good head on her shoulders so shouts to her man Uh, but also just speaking of all the capital stuff I've been hearing that I guess Uh, people have been targeting Capitol Police now because of that incident. I saw another article. Let me read this real quick. It says, After the deadly January 6th insurrection, the U.S. Capitol became a fortress. 
On Friday, when some but not all of those security procedures were still in place, a knife-wielding assailant allegedly rammed into Capitol Police officers with his car. The incident reinvigorates questions about how to protect the Capitol and whether some enhanced security measures should be should become permanent. Officer William Evans was pronounced dead from his injuries, according to a statement from Capitol Police. Evans was an 18-year veteran of the police force. It is with a very, very heavy heart that I announce one of our officers has succumbed to his injuries. Capitol Police Chief Yogananda Pittman said Friday, adding that a second officer was injured. Pittman told reporters that after the unnamed man rammed two officers with his car and smashed the car into a security barrier, he exited the car brandishing a knife. The suspect has not yet been identified by police. The suspect did start lunging towards U.S. Capitol Police officers, at which time U.S. Capitol Police officers fired upon the suspect, Pittman said. At this time, the suspect has been pronounced deceased. So they have, they killed him, but they still don't know who he is. This might have been from a couple days ago. Though the Capitol was mostly empty with Congress on recess, Friday's incident will inevitably prompt questions about whether the remaining enhanced security put in place after January 6th was enough. In the immediate aftermath of the insurrection, new security measures were put in place. A seven-foot-high barrier of non-scalable metal fencing was put around a four-mile perimeter surrounding the Capitol complex, blocking off a sprawling area around it in nearby buildings. Capitol Police officers and a belated deployment of around 25,000 National Guard members protected the building ahead of President Joe Biden's inauguration day. Some National Guard members told Vox at the time that they were positioned around the four miles of the black fence just in case. And you know what I mean, quote-unquote. Lawmakers were required to walk through metal detectors before stepping on their chamber's floor. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's office authorized fines for members who sidestepped the detectors after a number of Republican lawmakers sidestepped them. In late January, Capitol Police planned to station members throughout airports and Union Station to monitor lawmakers and attempt to keep them safe while they were traveling. But yeah, so... Apparently... I think there was a little more on that. Hang on one second. So I guess only the one officer was killed, but still, I mean, that's fucked up. So then this uh, goes on to say the Capitol Police Union's head pushed Congress on Sunday to ramp up security after a second attack at the complex this year, left another officer dead and also warned, also warned of a possible thinning of the department's ranks. Oh, yeah, it was basically saying it goes on to say that um, like they're losing recruits now. It's basically... People aren't as gung-ho to join the, the task force as they used to be because of, you know, obviously everything that's happening. People are targeting cops. Gus Papathanasau, sorry if I mispronounced that name, 
Gus Papathanasau, chairman of the U.S. Capitol Police Labor Committee, noted in a statement that the department is currently 233 officers below its authorized level of more than 2,000. We are struggling to meet existing mission requirements even with the officers working massive amounts of forced overtime, he said. In the next three to five years, we will have another 500 officers who will be eligible to retire. Many of these officers could put in their retirement papers tomorrow. I've had many young officers confide in me that they're actively looking at other agencies and departments right now. Papa Thanasau said the latest attack on Friday, which killed Officer William Evans, left his peers reeling. He noted Evans was well-respected within the department and his loss will not be forgotten. Officer Brian Sicknick died from injuries suffering during the January 6th riot. Another Capitol officer died by suicide weeks later. We have now lost two officers in the line of duty this year and another officer has taken his own life. And we have 80 officers who were seriously injured in the insurrection. Some of those officers may never return to duty. The chairman called on Congress to implement the recommendations presented last month as part of a task force looking into January 6th riot, which left five people dead, including a witch has led... On Friday... Skip forward a little bit. On Friday, 25-year-old Noah Green of Indiana drove a car into a security barricade at the Capitol complex. He was shot after jumping out of the car with a knife and lunging at officers as acting Capitol Police Chief Yunganada Pittman said Green later died at an area hospital. Evans was killed in the attack while a second officer, Kenny Shaver, was injured. Shaver was released from a hospital on Saturday. And a lot of this looks like it's going on to kind of reiterate the same stuff. Um, safety around the Capitol in D.C. But yeah, man, obviously, you know, we've talked about cops on here plenty. And if you're a crooked cop, then, you know, I mean, nobody deserves to die, in my opinion. Let me go ahead and say that first. I don't wish death on anybody. Crooked cops, whether bad things or good things happen to you, you know what I mean? I feel like that's kind of karma. But, I mean, there are obviously cops who are just doing their job. Um, so, you know, it's always sad to see to see that. So rest in peace to the officers who were trying to do their job, not the, the two-faced officers at the BLM shit and then at the Capitol, you know what I mean? Like, those dudes, obviously, that's how, that's the fucked up shit about karma, right? Like, those dudes are still alive. Like I said, I'm not wishing death on them or anybody, but they just lost their jobs, and then the guy who was trying to protect the capital, probably just doing his job, you know what I'm saying, just showed up to work that day, didn't think anything of it, ends up getting run over by some psycho in a car. Um, You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, you never know, man. You never fucking know. Life's short, man, so make sure make sure you're doing the right thing. You know what I'm saying? But you know what time it is now, man. I told you I saved the sh- sad shit for last, but you know it comes with the sad shit.
Shout to Gordon Goodwin's Big Fat Band. That shit always makes me feel a little better. T.O.P. adjacent, Gordon Goodwin's Big Fat Band. If you're new to the show, that's the little happy song we play around here at the K-Podcast. You understand? Shit gets real and somber and sad sometimes, so you gotta cheer yourself up. You know what I mean? Throw on a little T.O.P. adjacent, you heard? But yeah, man, um, there were a couple other things I wanted to touch on, but, you know... As seems to go, <laughs> it seems to be true to form lately. Um, running a little bit later, so I think I'll save some of this stuff for next time. So this is going to wrap up episode 39. As always, much love. I appreciate you guys checking in, man. Got some good shit on the way, on the horizon, you know what I mean? Can't see it quite yet, you know what I mean? Because the earth ain't flat, bitch. Oh, you flat earthers. If you're a flat earther, you can just turn this fucking podcast off right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love you as a human being, but there's no room for you here. <laughs> flat earthers, get the fuck out of here. I don't know where that came from, but yeah. Shit's wild. But yeah, bro. Episode 39. This is the motherfucking end. K-Podcast. You know the motherfucking vibes. B. Rook's looking at me like, yo, we done? Come on, man. <laughs> we fucking done with this shit or what, man? 
So yeah, man, stay safe, stay smart, stay sexy, stay motherfucking tuned, okay? Once again, love you guys. Catch you at episode 40. We out this bitch to infinity and beyond, you heard? <laughs> we buzzing out this motherfucker. <laughs> Peace. You don't have to go home, you just can't stay here, alright?